Ravaged by the console wars, where the wandering hordes of degenerate fanboys destroy any chance of reasonable discourse, two bros stand in the gap. Beating down backlogs and breaking the accursed cycle of hype, they are the backlog breakdown. And they're here to issue a firm settle down. Settle down. Settle down. Settle down. There are only a hundred video games that are good in the world that you should play. Settle down. Settle down. Um, well, yeah, that's uh, actually, there's probably way more than a hundred great games. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. But, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, this is our 100 best games, bestest games of all times. And some mm. of them we haven't even played. Uh, <laughs> the actual, but, but we might get into the origin story of the top 100 list at some point. In time. I mean, mm-hmm. if you've been listening for any period of time, we've been doing this for a couple of, a year or two now. Yeah, um, this is the, the third revision. Mm-hmm. Third revision. Uh, I think uh, we're probably going to try and uh, maybe revisit this just in June to sort of see where we're at again. Um, see if we have any additions then. Uh, but yeah, this episode we're going to be taking a look at the the official backlog breakdown top one hundred list. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the this is basically a list that if you only ever play a hundred games. These should probably be on it. Mm-hmm. Interesting little factoid, Josh. So I, I, I mentioned earlier that uh, this evening my wife and I were over at my pastor's house. We were visiting them, yeah. having dinner with them. Uh, had some really great food. Had some mm. good whiskey. Some, some good conversation. Milk. Had mocha milk. Yeah, uh, that's it. and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's milk with mocha stuff in it. It's very mm. tasty. Uh, very very good. Um, enjoyed playing with his dog and, and the kids and just sort of having a really good time. But he actually recently purchased a switch for his kids. Nice. And, uh, my wife and I were looking at, you know, the games cause one of the, the girls is playing it and we're like, what are you playing there? And we're looking and it's like, sort of looking at it. And I said, Hey, there's a legend of Zelda breath of the wild. And I said, that's a pretty good game. Jared He's like, he's like, I may or may not be have played it every night for the last like, week <laughs> or whatever. And I laughed. Nice. And I, said, I said, well, I said, that's one of those ones. I said, it's very, very good. He's like, He's like, I haven't played video games in years. And he's mm. like, I've been playing this one pretty, uh, pretty regularly. And I said, well, it's, I said, it's, it's pretty good. Um, so a little I bit like of a chuckle. Um, <laughs> and uh, I said, like, th- there are parts of, I said, Jared, there are things about that game that I'm not a fan of. I said, but overall, I think it is a very good game. Yeah. And I said, and if you're going to play a game, that's probably one you should play. Um mm. Mm-mm-mm. I love it. I felt like that was a little bit on topic, you know. Oh, um, definitely. Since we're talking about games you should play, uh, Breath of the Wild is on the list. It is. Um, but uh, one spot higher than Horizon Zero Dawn. Eh, that might be fair. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's kind of like I'm just I'm just rubbing it in at this point. You you you, <laughs> be you just rejoice in that. Um, <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see what they do with Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon Forbidden West Forbidden this West, year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, coming out soon. Uh, it's I coming out very how, soon. How soon yeah. it was? So that's that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's interesting. And and again, another little tidbit here. Uh, we actually mm. just we we talked fairly recently. Actually, it has been that's true more than two weeks. But we will get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been less than two weeks since we talked. Um, 
and we you actually joined the Deer Critics Fantasy League. I uh, did with uh, friend of the show Micah Gear Solid is the mm-hmm. Micah Gear uh, is is the commissioner, and uh, you and uh, actually Deer uh, Deer Commander himself, mm-hmm. you know uh, the TRGOG um, Logan joined the league as well. Um, and so I, I'm excited uh, that that draft night was fun. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was a. There was definitely some salt being thrown around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I am a little. I actually texted Micah earlier, um, <laughs> and I said the only real disappointment I had was because I knew I probably wasn't going to get Silk Song. I knew okay. that okay. like I probably wasn't going to get that. But when first pick, wow, I was dude, not expecting well, that. But anyways, well, it's like one of those things where I I was not expecting it first pick, but I don't blame her for taking it. Uh, I don't blame mm-hmm. Amanda for taking it at all. Um, uh, I did not expect it to get to me. Um, yeah. the, the fact that my fr- I did get God of War for my first pick, I was mm-hmm. super stoked. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you snaked Sea of Stars out from underneath me, I was visibly <laughs> like, I was shooketh. I was angry. I was like, how dare? I thought I was going to get that one under the radar, sort of like snake that out from everybody. Mm-hmm. And like, and because that was like sort of one that was like flying on. And when you got that, I was like, you son of a gun. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess, even- after, after I got Sea of Stars, you got River City Girls too. And that was mm-hmm. literally the one I was, I was debating between Sea of Stars. So, because the thing about Sea of Stars is like, it's unproven. You know, mm-hmm. you, you don't River know. River City- it could be a train wreck. What's I up? mean, and River City Girls, like uh, uh, one of the guys, one of the, uh, it was either uh, Marshall or Luke mm-hmm. counterpicked it. And they counterpicked mm-hmm. City River City Girls, and they're like, eh, "It's not going to do that good." I'm like, "Dude, I don't know, man." There was yeah. a ton of hype behind River City Girls One. Exactly. Uh, I think this is like a game that's going to score just as strongly, if not better, than the second one. Right. It it, right. it doesn't even have to be better. I think it mm-hmm. will be. Uh, looking at that team, um, but. Anyways, yeah, yeah I, I was just like, I was like, I was glad that you were able to join us on that. I, I, I had a lot, it made, it made paying attention to the games that are coming out a lot more fun. Oh my gosh. Um, I learned about so many new games. Like I thought I, I at least fairly keep up with some things, um, but my goodness, there was so much that I, I didn't know about. Um, and for better or worse, you know, I, I mentioned how like, I built my roster around games that I think will do well as opposed to games that I really want. So something, for instance, Triangle Strategy was not the highest on my list because I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be reviewed as well as my heart will review it. Uh, it I don't know, dude, like that's one where I, I honestly think like, and that was a first round pick for somebody. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I just really surprised. think, I think like, here, here's the thing. I think you're sort of underselling that um, yeah, because be. it's the, the same team that developed Octopath. Octopath mm-hmm. had rapid success. I think the the demo for this game has sort of like piqued a lot of um, curiosity. And I think like, here's the thing. Final Fantasy Tactics is a bit of a cult classic. And the people who are super into it, I think they're going to be super into triangle strategy. And I think it's just, I think it's going to like, I don't think it's going to be a 90, but mm-hmm. I think that thing is going to be solidly in the 80s. Solid. Okay. Like, I think it's going to do very well. Um, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's on the same level. Like, here's the thing like, Silk Song, 
has the oper- like with the sort of beloved status mm-hmm. of Hollow Knight, right? Silk Song very easily, I think, could like, just sort of hop into the '90s range. Yeah, very easily. Uh, yeah. God of War, Horizon yes. Forbidden West, um, Legend of, like Breath of the Wild two. There's a ton of stuff in there that like yes, these games could like very easily peak into the '90s, mm-hmm. like. Triangle strategy, I'm not so sure, but I think it's going to be a very strong game. Okay. Like, I think it's going to do very, very well. So, yeah. But that's just me. That's just me. Well, that's awesome. I mean, that, yeah, that's one thing that's happened over the past couple weeks since we had our last episode. But uh, you, you know what? We, we might as well make it official. You know what, Josh? Yeah, it's been two weeks since I talked to you. It's been yeah. There you go, buddy. Um, <laughs> how, how have you been, man? Like, what, what do you got? What do you got for me as far as like two weeks catch up? Like, besides the thing I already know that you did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that's not so fun. The the reason why this is uh, slightly late in in recording, and that's not just because of the bro hang that we had that was very long before this episode. Um. Yeah, no, I had some, I had some, let's just say I had some dental issues. And so, uh, that's always fun, right? Um, you know, having an emergency dentist visit, that's, that's great, great times. Um, but I'm surprised at how quickly recovery has been, um, and, and no issue. So that's, that's been great. Um, Outside of that, you know, uh, classes start up this week. This week is basically like life back to normal. So, Mm. um, I'm, I'm, I mean, not that I wasn't, not that I was away from work, but I'm back at work. Um, Sam's back this week. I I think I had said she, she works a couple days at, at, uh, the preschool that meets at our church as well. Um, so just like the first half of the day, which is, it's pretty sweet because Ollie comes with me. So he just hangs with me for the first like half of the day. Um, he'll usually do a little bit of school and, uh, and yeah, we'll just kind of hang out while I'm working. Um, so yeah, yeah. Back to, back to normal for the most part. Um, outside of yeah yeah dentist stuff and and the the critic league was actually one of the other things that i was going to bring up just because that was a lot of fun like it was funny because when when micah had said you know set aside an hour an hour and a half to do the draft uh and then and then we get there and he's like okay make sure you have your picks You, you get about 90 seconds you know a minute to 90 seconds preferably for each person so i'm like is this even going to be an hour, an hour and a half? But no, we were there. They, we were there for a while. Just, just the banter was so much fun, you know? Yeah. I mean, and fun it's at each like, other. And- I think actually like while people are drafting, there was a lot of like, Oh, that's a really good pick. You know, right. like, there was a right. lot of that. It was like when the counter picks started coming, I was like, what are you on <laughs> drugs? Like, you know, I, I may or not be a little provocative there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I okay. I know this is a weird uh, observation, especially to make this observation on a podcast. I was surprised at how much I was talking, just because normally I'm not like I'm not that talkative if I'm not with a bunch of people that I know. I guess like you and Micah and Logan were there. You so knew Logan and Adam, people, yeah. Like you, you knew a fistful of people, but still, yeah. As a newbie, I'm just surprised at how much like I was saying stupid stuff because most of the stuff that I say is stupid. Uh, just like making fun of stuff. But, well, and yeah. it's like I, I, you, you made a pun at one point in time and yes. Logan applauded you yeah, and I was like, don't encourage yeah. him. <laughs> you know, it's like, yes. 
<laughs> so, but it, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I, but I'd love to get some of like that stuff, like audio actually recorded and yeah. just like some of the video, like some of that would just be fun to like do. Micah does a quarterly review mm-hmm. where he has like, you know, he'll do, he'll talk about the, the games and how they're performing and the standings yep. and he, he'll usually he have somebody someone on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's a really cool little video. I really, I'd love to see that get picked up somewhere and, and put on uh, a YouTube channel somewhere. Uh, whether yeah. it's, T, again, TRGs or, you know, even here. I, I just, th- it's really neat. Uh, I think people all see. Uh, just, yeah, quick shout out to uh, Micah yes, is doing news mm-hmm. with TRG. Yeah. Uh, one, we those are our friends, period, um, over mm-hmm. at TRG. But like, two, like, shout out micah like you know salute sir like Mm -hmm. well done sir uh very cool very very cool mr news mr mr newsman Mm -hmm. yeah i've been listening to trg for quite a while so i remember back when they called it newsy news i don't know why just like in my mind now he's managed to sort of spin that off into his own little sort of like uh i i i i don't know if it's going to be weekly i don't know what the plan mm-hmm. with it is but it's it's cool i'm into it so i'm there for that yeah um and i think he's yeah i'm glad to see that buddy so for sure uh, for sure yeah so the, you know on this podcast we don't generally keep up with with video game news so if that's something that you're interested in there'll be a link for that in the description go check it out because mike is cool he's one of our friends yeah that's one Good of boy. our homies yeah. um uh but as would you in the past yeah, I was gonna, uh, couple um, of weeks, the the fort, the past fortnight, the past fortnight in a day. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, work is sort of slowed down. I mean, which is okay. I mean, That's good. That's we, good. Yeah, but dude, like we did have like oh, no. just like COVID Omicron came through and just <laughs> like kicked yep. in the, the office's teeth. We had fourteen yep. call offs the one Whoa. day. It's like, dude, that's a significant chunk. Yeah. Of, of uh our workforce uh Mm -hmm. so yeah um but i mean overall it's like things are sort of getting a little normal ish Mm -hmm. um so there's that uh which is cool that's fine you know i'm I'm glad it's nice to not feel like i'm gonna tear out my hair every day um sometimes i'm still like i'm like i'm looking at some of the the packages sometimes i'm like what's wrong with you people (laughs) <laughs> and then I remember that I'm one of those people. Um, uh, but there's that, there's that. I, I actually, uh, my Jeep started, like I went out the one day and couldn't get it started. Oh, and no. so, uh, and it's, it's one of those things, like it wasn't the battery. We're not really sure what it was, but it, you know, I dropped like 50 bucks on a heavy duty extension cord and a trickle charger. And we're just sort of running it on a trickle charger every night. And it, I mean, oh, wow. I went and got the battery tested and they were like, the battery's fine. Huh. Um, and it doesn't seem like, I mean, other than that, it just seems like it got just like a little too cold and couldn't hold the juice, but none okay. of the cells are damaged or anything like that. I, you know, some of it is like the Jeep's getting old, the Jeep's, okay. it was old when I bought it. And so it's just, it's kind of like, eh, yeah. So, gotcha. you know, probably need to start looking at getting something else, but eh, whatever. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, nothing super major. Just, I mean, okay. 
Yeah. Well, well, I'm I'm glad to hear that it's not uh, it's not still in overdrive there at work. It's not like constant twelve hour days anymore. Because no, I mean, yeah, you can there, only there's so definitely much. still some busy days. Like Mondays, <laughs> you come in and it's usually a little busier than the rest of the week. But for sure, honestly, it's like eh, whatever. <clears throat> uh, I'm I'm yeah. actually I'm looking forward to uh, the end of this month, January. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be headed out to my folks, but, uh, for a couple of days at one point. Nice. And I actually, I'm taking a week of vacation in okay. February, the first okay. week of February. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm stoked. Like, I think I'm, I'm, there's some stuff I'm going to get like, you know, some stuff around the house I'm going to get done and, you know, sort of get at and, but you know, if I have anything to say about it, there's going to be a lot of plain returnal. But, uh, you know, I guess while we're on the topic of things we've been playing, why don't we just take this opportunity to sort of roll right into a bit of a backlog report. That's very aggressive. Yeah, and that was very loud. To the backlog report. The backlog report. Today we're reporting on backlogs. Yeah, what have you been playing? Ah, uh, man, you threw off my order, you <laughs> oh, no. jag. Uh, no, I'll, I'll go first. It's all right, buddy. Um, I actually managed to, I started off the year pretty strong, right? Okay. Yep. Uh, actually, beat and platinum this little game called the Sexy Brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually like that game a lot, and and at some point in time, I think I'm going to do a bit of a bite sized on okay. uh, the Flame and the Flood. Uh, okay. Battleship Brigade, and then this because they're all smaller experiences, and mm-hmm. I, I think I could probably talk for about ten minutes on each one of them. Uh, yeah. The Sexy Brutal, I th- think, is like one of those games. It's not super mechanically complex it's an interesting sort of game that it's a time loop sort of thing um and it's got a really interesting story it is a little heavier as far as content goes than i thought at first at first it just seemed sort of weird and whimsical and i was kind of into it It as like sort of some murder mystery stuff and there's a little bit more going on than that but i'm not going to talk about that right now because like i said i'm going to turn it into a bite size at some point in time (laughs) in the nearest future um yeah, it's good. It's it's not like ten out of ten like recommend, but this is a pretty strong should play in my book. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's short enough to at least merit a playthrough. Um, I would recommend not using a guide unless you're really just struggling. Um, okay. There were like a couple puzzles that I was like, I don't because it's it's sort of like a, an adventure game thing where you like you find a MacGuffin and you need to combine it with this or you need to use this and da 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 da. da. Um, there was like one puzzle where I just did not understand the sequence and I did not understand what I needed to do next mm-hmm. to, in order to figure out well, maybe two puzzles, but like, I, I would say for the most part, like try to figure out the sequence, try to figure out the puzzle. I think it's a, it's a neat little game. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's worth a play and it's, it's fun. It's got, it's got, I think a fairly I think it's it's not like awesome, but it's got a neat aesthetic. It's got a neat look. It's got a neat vibe. It's got some cool music, and it, it's just fun. I think it's good. 
It's sort of in like, you know, if I gave it stars, like I did, well, I did give it stars on, uh, GG, but yes. it, it would probably sit between like three and a half to five or three and a half to four. Jeez. Okay. Nate counts. Nate knows, Nate knows numbers, um, <laughs> but still playing Returnal. I actually pulled out my PSVR recently, uh, and this okay. was before we got the news that P, about PSVR uh, 2. Uh. Um, but I was like, I, I knew that Moss Chapter 2 was coming. Uh, at some point in time here in the next year or so. Um, at least I think it's slotted for sometime this year. Uh, yeah. But I've been playing Moss uh, on my mm-hmm. PSVR. Gotcha. Uh, that game, like one, even though the visuals aren't as sort of like mind-blowing as like we've become accustomed to, VR is just like that unit is so cool. Um Okay. Like it's still, I was like playing it and I was like, cause I never beat Moss. So okay. I want to, I want to sort of like go through that and at least, uh, the Astrobot rescue mission game yeah, in, in VR and, uh, sort of play through those. So those are sort of like between that and Returnal, uh, and then Neo two with my brother and Parker. I mean, nice. cause that's like, dude, Neo two is so freaking good. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like, it is melt your face hard at times. Um, okay. But I like that gameplay loop, buddy. It's, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I haven't been back cool. to Neo in a while, but, uh, man, yeah, it was, that was a good time. It's, it's, it's interesting cause it takes that Soulsborne formula, but it does throw in its own, its own things. It gives you a lot of options how you want to tackle mm-hmm. stuff. So that's super well, cool. And Neo 2, uh, if you get like the complete edition, adds a mm-hmm. couple weapons. Um, there's, uh, you can basically just get fist weapons, which like give you like basically, okay. sometimes you get Wolverine claws, sometimes you get other stuff, mm-hmm. but like a fist weapons. And th- like I've been, so I'm doing a fists and Kusarigama build, which okay. I'm just like, I'm super into and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. nice. Looking nice. around, I, I shoot dudes in the head with bows and arrows and rifles. And when I can't shoot people in the head, I just sneak up on them and punch them to death. Um, hmm. Nice. Yeah, I dig it. I'm into <laughs> it. Um, that's pretty much it as far as games go. Um, so let's see books. Recently, I listened to a, uh, a I listened to a couple of books that I talked about in the bro hang. Not going to talk about those because they were <laughs> dumb, super dumb, and I don't recommend them except to maybe if you just want to listen to something that makes you go what. Um, <laughs> but I recently listened through Conspiracy um, by Ryan Holiday, and it's actually it's a true story. It's based on. So the the basically the Hulk Hogan lawsuit against Gawker Media years ago mm-hmm. yep. and the whole thing surrounding that like there was actually like a Silicon Valley tech billionaire who funded that entire legal campaign hmm. basically to destroy Gawker. <laughs> and gotcha. it's, it's like a true story and it's just wild. It is absolutely wild. Now, the thing is, is like, the book is very interesting. I think there's some interesting commentary on just social media. I think Ryan Holiday kind of misses the point in a few things. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, part of 
to, to people who don't know the particulars of this, basically there was a sex tape of Hulk Hogan made without his consent that got mm-hmm. on the internet. And Gawker were the ones who sort of were the big push for some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he ended up suing them. And this was a process that lasted years and years and years. And they were appealing to the First Amendment. And uh, anyways, super, there's some adult language again. Yeah. And there, um, but this story is just kind of interesting because it just it's just one of those things where I'm just like man like it's just wild it's yeah. like it's just pretty wild uh, <laughs> this this book is not for everybody but I liked it and I was just like it was just weird enough to like oh wow the world is weird people are weird yeah, um, yeah. and this is entertaining uh <laughs> as far as another book that I had read, and I don't know if I ever mentioned this uh, proper, but I listened to Jason Schreier's latest book, Press Reset. Yes. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I may have mentioned that. Um, but I did finish that a while ago, and I like that a whole lot. I I also managed to finish the 100 Cupboards series, okay. um, all three books of that. Those yep. are excellent as well. I can say this. I do not agree with all of N.D. Wilson's theology, but- Okay. That dude can tell a heck of a story and he's a really gifted writer. Um, mm-hmm. So I like those books. Uh, but as far as books, that's pretty much it. As far as any other media, uh, I mean, we finished, Megan and I finished Only Murders in the Building, which that was a really, that's a really great show, people. Uh, mm-hmm. You should be watching it. You should watch it if you have Hulu. Um Still watching Bakuman. I st- or booted up the second part of He-Man Revelation. It's the the sort of the, the okay. He-Man yeah. reboot, dude. Like, holy holy poo! I liked, I liked it. it like, listen, okay. it's a, it's not, it's a little sort of like feminist positive i don't know i don't, I wouldn't even say that it's just like just watch it and if you don't like the ending great but it's not it's kind of rad and I, I i liked it i don't know like i didn't think it was awful i had a good time it was a heck of a romp and it's like you know if if you're really trying to reboot this weird cartoon that was meant to that was built solely to sell these toys like mm-hmm. This isn't a bad way to do it. I thought it was kind of cool. And it actually like even sort of hints at maybe another season. And I'm kind of like, I like He-Man. Um, so I mean, I was all about like the Thundercats reboot too. So I mean, this is like guys, like I'm just gonna say, like cards on the table. I'm I'm pretty biased here because I liked He-Man and Thundercats a lot when I was a kid. So okay. I don't think this is trash. I think this is pretty good. It's not Awesome. It's not how I would do it 100%, but it's not terrible. Um, lastly, uh, as far as any, just media, um, I would really, and, and we talked a little bit about it, uh, the, the way I heard it with Micro uh, a few years ago, maybe a year or so ago, they sort of rebranded it and it's become a, a longer form sort of podcast. Uh, but this last episode, uh, you know, just sort of give you the TLDR version, guys, is uh, Mike tested positive before Christmas for COVID. Um, mm-hmm. 
his his symptoms were fairly mild. He got through it, and then he found out fairly recently too that his parents, his mom and dad, who are both fairly, I mean, Micro is not exactly a young man anymore, mm-hmm. um, right? You know, but his parents tested positive. Mm-hmm. And so he and his producer, Chuck, have a conversation about COVID, like all the implications, all the, like, and it's, it just, I don't want to say more than that because I, I really think it's a conversation people should just listen to and sort of, there are good things in there. There are things I don't agree with, but I think it's a, a good conversation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the kind of conversation that we've been missing when it comes to all of this stuff. Um, as a general rule, again, full, full sort of disclosure here, I really appreciate just Mike Rowe in general. I think he's sort of brought a lot of appreciation to uh, just labor and vocation and the, the trades. And yep. he's sort of a voice for just sort of a common decency and work ethic. He's he's part of like, he's basically, I I, I, I don't know his faith what he mm-hmm. what he believes i don't believe he's he's a christian but this man has a really in, in a lot of ways it's 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 humanist oriented because i think that's what he is but i think it's 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 a really outstanding it's almost a like if you can have a biblical worth at work ethic without believing the bible that's what that's what this guy has got like and just like i i really appreciate his take on just sort Mm -hmm. of like um he's just one of those people that i've I've come to appreciate his voice over the last couple years and uh, i would just recommend it like like i I think it's a really great episode um about that sort of just you know is 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 it's it's been one of those things where i've just been telling people you you need to listen to this. It's, it's really great. Um, how about you, man? What have you been gotcha. playing? Gotcha. Um, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go in reverse order just cause I feel like I have more, um, on that, on that end there. So, um, in terms of what I've been watching, not much, we haven't watched very much more of band of brothers still really like it, but, um, haven't gone too far into that. Um, but I did finish up. I can't remember if I mentioned it on the last episode. I don't think so. I think it's been within the past two weeks. Did finish up the original season of Ultraman, 1966 mm. Ultraman. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So now I'm on to the, the second season because I'm a nerd and I have like all these old seasons of Ultraman because they were super cheap and, and I love it. I've got my little collection. It's awesome. Um, so after Ultraman 1966 uh, comes uh, Ultra 7. And so I've been watching mm, some of that. Yep. I'm like about 10 episodes in for that. And, uh, it's, it's really cool. Like I, I still really like, I mean, yeah, I, I really like it's cheesy. It was made in the sixties. Yeah. Um, but th- there's just something about it. It does strive for more than just, you know, there, there's kind of a, a normal, uh, th- cycle, you know, there's, there's a formula for a lot of the episodes, but, but I do think it tries to do something more. I would say it's, it's like a cross between like original Star Trek and Twilight Zone, kind of just like telling these stories that, that say something a little bit more, which is pretty cool. Ultra seven, it definitely, um, within like three episodes. So, so, so Ultraman uses his little 
spacium beam. Um, mm-hmm. Ultra Seven has this uh, like mohawk looking thing, which is basically a, a boomerang knife that he will like take off his head and throw at enemies. Yes, and just slice them in half. So the I, first couple I episodes, need, I need that. I need a boomerang mohawk knife thing. It's it's pretty intense. It's pretty intense. He does have another ray that he like shoots from the little um mm-hmm. from the little like jewel in his forehead. Um but but when he throws that thing, it usually just like slashes the enemy in half, which is pretty intense. And the first couple times it's like, "Whoa, that's that's pretty cool." But then by like the third or fourth episode, he does that to one of the aliens and it not only slices off the alien's head, but there's like a bucket of blood that just like comes out from, from are the, the, are the kids watching this with you? No, luckily they missed out on that episode in particular. Like they had been watching some of the other ones and old Ultraman is what I go to when like, when the kids don't really care. Like, cause I like to, to recommend, Hey, we should watch Ultraman. They'll say, sometimes they'll be like, yeah, let's watch Ultraman. And other times they'll say no. And when that's the case, we watch the new generation heroes. So mm-hmm. we're on Ultraman Orb, but we haven't watched it in forever because they, they haven't wanted to. So old Ultraman, because I figure old, they, they probably aren't as interested. In, you know, it's just, it's not as much of a spectacle. You have to appreciate it for its time and for the stories that it's trying to tell. So that one's really more for me than it is for the whole family. But they, But if they see me interested in it, then they'll like want to watch it too kind of a thing so they've seen some of it they already have the theme song stuck in their head um, but luckily they did miss out on that one because i was just like oh i was i was not expecting that and you know it's not like you know it's it's not like a spray or anything like that it literally looks like the person you know there's a person crouching down behind them who has like a bucket of fake blood that just like kind of threw it over because like cuts off and then <laughs> splashes over um so that was pretty oh. intense and that's like uh, I think we were having some conversations with Wes, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Ace is just yes. gruesome." Yeah, so. apparently it gets really intense later on. Yeah, so I have not even scratched the surface so far, but I'm I'm having a lot of fun with that. Um, in terms of what I've been reading, so there, there's a couple things here and there, but really what I wanted to uh, talk about just for a little bit is uh, by the latest book from Carl Truman called mm. The Rise and Triumph of the Modern Self, I think is what it's called. Yeah, Something I saw, along I those saw lines. in the Discord you mentioned that you were reading that. Yeah, fascinating book. Um, it, it is way better than I expected it to be. And, and he starts off by saying that it's kind of like a layman's version of some other person's kind of like, uh, I guess theories, not necessarily theories. It's, it's more of a history of a lot of kind of modern ideas about the self, which equates to a lot of different things like politics and sexuality and things like that. Um, and it's, it, man, it goes, it, it's deeper than I was expecting. Um, but he goes into a lot of different like ideas. It's, it's almost like a philosophy book <laughs> that kind of traces some of these ideas and how it has coalesced into our current, uh, current kind of like cultural climate that we're in right now that you can say some things that, that. Well, sure, there are lots of things that are similar, but we have just this very um, strange little melting pot of ideas that we're in right now to where you can like almost deny biology when you're talking about um, 
identity when you're talking about like the idea of yourself and how that trumps um, other things that that in previous ages would we would have considered to be more uh, akin to reality. So that I would highly recommend the book. I need to go back and listen to it again. I only listened to it once. Uh, and it's like 12, 13 hours. So it was longer than I expected. Um, but yeah, I was very impressed. And it, 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 when you put all these kind of things, all these pieces together, it was really interesting just to take a look at each of the little pieces and then how they eventually kind of build on each other. Cause I think we're tempted to give very simplistic answers, um, which makes, a lot of our ideas of, of our perspective on the world and how we see the world um, seem very radical. And, and in ways, I mean, th- there are lots of radical ideas in, in the current culture, but to see like how we've gotten there is, is really interesting. So I would highly recommend the book. And like I said, I need to listen to it again. Um, in terms of what yeah. I've been playing. I was uh, yeah. just going to say, Truman's just one of those guys that, uh, I know he's not everybody's favorite, but I think he's, He's a pretty solid, I mean, yeah. I, I think he's got a pretty good head on his shoulders. And I think mm-hmm. at, at times, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I appreciate a lot of what Carl Truman has to say. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just mortifi- I listen to Mortification of Spin pretty often. Okay. okay. And I think just like, you know. But yeah, I might need to get back into it because it's been quite a while well, uh, since just, since I've gone I mean, back to it. Just it, they just actually recently moved to a bi-weekly schedule. Okay, um, so they only release a, an episode every couple of weeks, and I don't always mm-hmm. listen either. But and then a few, yeah, you know, a couple of years ago, Amy Bird left the program that was around the time that i stopped listening to it or it was actually a little bit before then because then i heard about all that stuff dipped in for a little while to figure out what was going on and then yeah yeah there's not a lot of i don't think there's ever been any real clear answers about what all happened there it's like yeah she's said a couple things but even there it just it doesn't it it just says well this is kind of what happened but it's like it's almost like well but why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sidetrack. Yeah. No, it, it's, yeah, it's trail. stuff. I would, I would definitely recommend the book. Mortification um, of Spin is just, it's, yeah. He's talked about it on there. I think he actually did an, and I know I'm rabbit tree. He did an episode on Reform Forum, I think. Uh, okay. In, in one of the Reform Forum podcasts, talking about it a little bit. Nice. So, nice. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll check that out. Okay. Um, okay. For games, so two games that I've played so far this year uh, and not finished, but the first one I did finish, and that was uh, what you had mentioned before, Battle Chef Brigade. When you had mm, talked about I saw that, that game, you played that, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it reminded me. So it was a couple things. Okay, it reminded me, and actually, yeah, I guess there are more games, but anyways. It reminded me that this game has been on my backlog for like a few years at this point, and I had been wanting to play it. Like when it first came out, it, I want to say it, it got some pretty good reviews. Lots of people were talking about it as like this little indie game that did this really interesting thing. Um, so when you had mentioned that you had played it, I checked on how long to beat. You know, it's like eight hours or something like that, and I was like, okay, I can do this to get a point. You know, before the end of the year, like we can do that. 
didn't turn out that way. It, it rolled over into 2022. So it was my first negative point of the beatdown in 2022 when I finished up this game. Um, and yeah, it was, dude, you asked me what my thoughts were on it. And honestly, like listening back to your thoughts, I had kind of the same, like, yeah, very same kind of ideas. I think I, I would probably rate it more of like a three out of five than a three and a half. Um, it is it's fun it's a good game it's it's interesting there were just some in some ways it felt kind of cheap um and i like the art style that they went with kind of yeah. like anime yeah. sketchy kind of art style like it looks good um i think the the voice acting was good too um but there was something about the way the characters moved and the way that they controlled. It was kind of floaty that felt well, like almost like a flash game. And I think you kind of hit on it for me too. When, when we were sort of talking about it back and forth a little bit. Um, yeah. Like I think the combat, it's unfortunate because like the beat em up stuff was kind of fun, but mm-hmm. it, it just, it was very like spammy. It's like yeah. just, mash on the square button until they die or whatever the, the but it's like just mash yeah. this button and things die. And it's like, yeah. I never use the dodge button. I, I remember no. tutorial when they taught you how to do it. That was the only no, time I, I used it. I did use it in one, like when, well, and it's like, even what I said, I just, I wish the game felt like a little more fleshed out. Like mm-hmm. I wish the combat was a little more robust. Yeah, it does feel pretty floaty. But I, I was I was saying I did dodge in one fight when you fight that yes. dragon. Uh huh. I did use dodge to fight the dragon. Okay. Okay. I but would just I, warp behind it when it started doing you its do the backstab thing. Yeah. yeah, I did that mm-hmm. too. But sometimes I would just like dodge and then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it like. I just felt like it's it's a game that had a lot of really interesting promise. I'd like to see mm-hmm. if they do a sequel, um, what yeah. they do with that, if they flesh it out a little bit. Because mm-hmm. it's it's one of those games that I really liked. I, I think like mm-hmm. it's, you know, I, and it, it is just one of those things where it, I would almost rate it as a 3.25. Like <laughs> it's like it sort of floats in between three and three net three point five stars. Like it's yeah, like, it's, yeah. Like, this is it's pretty good. It's pretty fun. It's enjoyable. It's not mm-hmm. yes. It's just it's like one of those things. Like if you can pick it up for ten bucks, do it. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's worth five ten bucks in my opinion. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, I'm glad I'm glad you liked it. So. Yes, yes, and I'm I'm glad that I finally played it because I had been meaning to. Yeah, for a long, it was like literally on my short list uh, for a long time. So it was totally because you said that you were playing it that I was like, oh yeah, that one. Let's go ahead because the other one that I've said that I was going to play for like the past couple of years is a uh, Papers Please. It's another small mm. indie game. That's that's um, on my I my short list too. Never played through it, man. Um, so that in, and I did install and then didn't even play, uh, Far Cry three blood dragon. <laughs> so mm. that's fun. Um, cause it's another short one. I was looking for very short games because I my score was terrible. to, so I have blood dragon on PS3 mm-hmm. okay. and I've tried to sort of play on PS3 and I just, I just can't go back. <laughs> It's just, yeah, yeah. I I I like Far Cry Three a lot. 
And mm -hmm. uh, I just, it'd be interesting. Like, I know there's like a Far Cry 3 like remaster for the PS4. I oh, okay. I, I think I have that. Um, and if they included that that on there, maybe I'd play it. But anyways, mm -hmm. yeah, that neither here nor there. But yeah, anyways. Nice. Um, another few games that I could just kind of blaze through um, in order to get the points, and obviously because it was pretty fun, uh, were some games on the Capcom Beat-Em-Up uh, bundle on Switch. Uh, so old arcade belt scroller games that were a lot of fun to just sit down and play for like an hour or two yeah. at a time and and go through them so uh gosh i can't even remember the names of all of them captain commando so this guy was um the he was supposed to be the mascot for capcom so they named him captain commando it's not just a really generic name but it's like uh, he was actually supposed to be the the mascot capcom mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's a, it's a, it's a wacky game. I mean, man, so you can choose between him, the, the, which is kind of your, your normal, uh, hero, you know, superhero looking dude, or this mummy with like a backwards orange baseball cap guy or a ninja or a baby in a mech was one of the characters oh. um and then you you get to the last the last bad guy the guy you know pulling the strings behind everything his name is scum aside so it was just like super like 90s but it, it was just a blast to play through that um there was another game and i can't remember warriors of fate i think is what it was called uh that was actually technically a spinoff of the romance of the three kingdoms in japan okay um but they kind of changed it up a little bit here for america uh, that was fun. Very simple. Just beat them up. And then uh, Armored Warriors, I believe it was called. I could be wrong about that, which was uh, a beat em up with mechs, which was super cool. It's but Even though you were in big mechs, it was actually the fastest out of the games that I played. Oh, I also played uh, King of Dragons. That's what it was. So so played through a bunch of those. And they're fairly standard beat em up fare, but man, when you want something just to, just arcadey, and and just to have some fun that it, they were all they were all a good time um and then finally the game that i'm playing currently right now uh because we've drafted it as as a community here at the backlog mm. beatdown is final fantasy 9 and you know i mentioned to you before we started recording that this game i think is better than i remember it um i only played through it once back in like high school and i enjoyed it like I, I actually really liked it, um, but I'd forgotten most of it. <laughs> like I don't remember any of the story. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm going through it all over again because um, mm -hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, hardly. I remember the characters. I don't remember the story, the overall story, mm. <laughs> and just the tone, like the whimsical. It's very charming, but it also at the same time gets at some like deeper themes, which I'm surprised. Uh, some of the things that it's trying to hit solid combat yes it's slow but I speed it up on the switch you can do that you know the, these these modern remakes or the remasters uh, allow you to speed things up which is nice um, man I am just I'm yeah I'm having a blast with it like I'm really enjoying it it uh, it feels like a proto like bravely default it, it like I can see how those games, and I never played that that one Final Fantasy game. I own it, but I haven't played it. The the one that was Proto 
bravely default the four warriors of light like mm. like you can see this the, is where the 3d the the ds mm-hmm. era yeah four yeah. Warriors of light. Okay, yeah. yeah yeah but also it's interesting to think that after nine like nine was kind of the return to form after nine final fantasy like never went back to a traditional battle system i guess in general like yeah. 10 was still still turn-based RPG, but they got rid of level ups. You know, you've got the sphere grid, something like that. And then ever since then, it's just kind of been all kind of MMO, um, the, the semi single player MMO. And then whatever well, 13 was. You have 11, and then, then, yeah, 12 mm-hmm. does like the sort of 13 is a further development of some of like the. AI systems that they were sort of incorporating into 12 mm-hmm. um, and all of that 13 stuff, really the, the paradigm shifting and all that weirdness. Yeah. 14, 14 is a bit of a, like it's still around. Um, yeah. You know, it's apparently, yeah, apparently it's doing really well. So experiencing a bit of a research uh, resurgence yeah. with the latest DLC uh, 15 was the, the bromance. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff and then Kingdom 16 game. 16 looks like it might be basically a return to sort of the fantasy but it it seems more of a dark fantasy <laughs> like yeah grim dark <laughs> sure. maybe more sort of like george R. R. martin yeah I, yeah I mean you and i sort of talked before we were talking when we were talking before we started recording this I have always really enjoyed nine. Um, and I've yeah. actually been playing nine on my Vita, but now that you mention it, I'm half tempted to reinstall it on my PlayStation just to sort of like see about the, the upgrades and the quality of life stuff, uh, on the big screen. Okay. We'll, okay. we'll see. Um, cause yeah. I think I also, I do own it for my switch and I'm, Kind okay. of tempted to play it there, but there's it's like if I can get trophies, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get the trophies. I'm gonna yeah. go go where the trophies are. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and there were weird things. I was debating even just getting it for my laptop here um, because of the mods that are available, mm, and I've heard yeah. that the mods are beautiful. But you know, that that handheld. mod is mm-hmm. pretty whatever. But I yeah. mean because of the state of my laptop at this point in time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's functioning and the, the, the part that is not great is my fault. So that's, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, nine is just one of those games that like, yeah, I'm going to say this. Okay. And I, I think like, I know everybody's like, Final Fantasy seven is the best one. And it's like, well, you're just a, like a no taste having hack. So it says more about you than it does about the game. Yeah. Um, it's like <laughs> apparently like melodrama and emo garbage. Uh, I, I'm only like emo garbage. half joking. Um, but I, I'm not a huge fan of seven. Uh, yeah. And I think I re I really liked nine when it came out and coming back to it, like there's sort of a wholesomeness mm-hmm. to it that I miss in games, especially yeah. in the Final Fantasy games. Yeah. And I think I think that like seven and eight yeah, probably did better numbers than nine. Yes. And like nine was just like one of those things where it was like 
you know, because like a bunch of edge lordy teenagers back in the nineties didn't want to like, I don't know, not feel angsty or whatever. Like the game mm. suffered. I, I, I think it's, it's a, it's a great game. And I think it's yeah. always sort of gotten. The yeah. little bit of, of research that I've done uh, based on like the YouTube videos that I've seen actually. Um, so nine, so there were a couple things. Nine was towards the end of the PlayStation one's life. There's and that as well, uh, yeah. 10 came out, I think a year later on PlayStation two. So okay. that, that definitely like sucked up a lot of the, the, the hype there. Uh, nine is, I think according to open critic or Metacritic, I can't, I can't remember the highest rated, the highest critically rated final fantasy game. Um, mm. but it, but in terms of sales, it's one of the lowest 3d, I think it's the lowest 3d final fantasy which is unfortunate I could, I could be wrong on that i i get it it was sort of the end of the ps1 but like even yeah. when you look at it versus seven and eight oh my it's gosh beautiful. Yeah. it looks it's great gorgeous game i'm playing the remaster but still, i mean i'm like i'm playing the 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 ps1 version the, oh wow on, on on my vita yeah and i'm like nice. even there this is a really great looking game yeah from that era that's awesome where it's like it doesn't suffer from some of i mean like there's some of the gross polygon stuff there but it's not like this is some of the least offensive polygon Mm -hmm. era stuff that i've seen and i'm just kind of like and it just breaks my heart because i think it's a great game and it's just got cracked on for years um but yeah i i am also sort of playing it low-key so i don't know that it's been crapped on at least i haven't seen that i just think it's been forgotten well, and I say that as someone who, like, admittedly forgot all of the story. <laughs> like, um, yeah, but man, coming back to it, it's just like, wow, this. Yeah, I think it's better than I remember. So I'm, I'm loving. Yeah. I'm like 15 hours in, something like that. I think I'm like halfway done with the game. I could be some somewhere around there, according to the the things that I've seen. But I'm loving. Yeah, that's it. that's that's actually our our book club game. So yes. yeah, I was nominated by the community for uh first quarter of 2022. So mm-hmm. looking forward. Yeah. I need to like, I, I think now that we've talked about it, I am going to put it on my PS five and I'm going to just play it on the big screen and see what it's like there. Okay. So see what that, that remaster looks like up there. Yeah. Nice. Nice. In between uh, runs at returnal. What else you got, man? That's it. That's it. That's all I've been playing. So, Hey, just where's your backlog score standing right now? It's just a negative one. Um, negative so one. I did, what did I end the year with? I think I ended 2021 with negative. I think it was up to negative eight. I could be wrong. You were like, Might have been negative I seven. You, you were negative seven, negative eight, somewhere in that ballpark. I, I, no. I want to say, I, I think negative eight is where you ended because okay. I think I remember reading the comment because I ended last year on a negative seven. Like I, Pretty nice. much said I was going to, but I think you squeezed out a few few more games, and I did see right. you sort of move into that. Um, I actually started yeah. out this year with a healthy negative two because I not only nice. beat but I platinum the sexy brutal, and right. then I used the last little bit of my credit to to snap up a couple things. Uh, I actually mm-hmm. have the list almost right in front of me. It's it's on the very next page, and I can just pull it up. I actually picked up uh, the clubhouse games. Uh, 51 right. worldwide classics for for switch um 
Eastward and then Chris Tales. Eastward for Switch, nice. Chris Tales for PS5 and PS4. Um, yeah, so that that gives me, and I used like gift cards and and tip money and stuff like that. So I take the plus one, but because they were mm-hmm. technically gifted games, I can play them with no penalty to my score. So that puts me right. at a plus one. Uh, for the year so far. And speaking of backlog scores, uh, guys and gals, the official app for the 2022 backlog beatdown is none other than the GG app. We love the GG mm-hmm. app. Uh, we think it's a great little product product uh basically you can create custom lists uh you can do reviews on there i do reviews of most of the games i beat um and i sort of i there's a a five-star rating sort of thing and i sort of but you can write write up little reviews It, it shows you sort of what your friends are doing there's a ton of features it's basically the letterboxed app for uh your game collection it's great. We love it. We love Charles. Actually, I think next week we're going to have him on. If, or not next week, but next episode next we're going to have him mm-hmm. on. Uh, you know, if all all goes according to plan. And uh, yeah, we, we love that app. Uh, speaking about other things we love. Uh, well, rather, if you love what we do here, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Patreon. You know, and this is sort of like the lowest possible pressure sort of pitch here. If you like what we do mm-hmm. and you want to sort of go a little bit above and beyond the sub and the sub and you know share kind of model, uh, we, we would just encourage you to maybe take a look at that, throw a buck at it. Uh, we actually uh, there's a few perks to being a patron. There's actually actual actually uh, actually actually oh man I can't talk jeez it uh, may talk pretty someday. There's actually a a few benefits uh, like there's uh, there's just content that is specifically just for the patrons. Um, patrons have a little more access and uh, and and sort of influence in sort of helping to shape the show mm-hmm. um, and and making helping us to sort of make decisions on what we should do and how we should you know s- sort of use our resources uh, they get access to videos they get early access there's there's benefits um, like I said you know and I've said this before it's not like it's going to change your life but it absolutely will um, <laughs> lastly another thing that we love we are members of the Playwell Network, uh, our friends uh, Paul, uh, the artist formerly known as the Techno Funk Boy, and Wes, none other than the Henshin Dad himself, are both members mm. of that as well in their their respective podcasts. Uh, Paul just launched a new podcast, uh, the Paris, Perilous Realms of Paul Lytle, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which he's he's written a bunch of stuff, um, and he's just reading through. He basically like their audiobook versions of a bunch of the stuff he's written, mm-hmm. uh, and that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're we're excited to sort of welcome that to the Pwncast family, uh, as well as like you know, like I said, you know, Wes. Of course, we just we we love that dude, and so we love those guys. We love the content they do, and we are so glad to to be able to partner with them. And with all of that being said. Here's a word from one of them. Hey there, I'm Wes, and I run the Henshin Dab Podcast. If you don't know what that is, well, it's a one-man show where I talk about all the things that you need to know about the tokusatsu genre from Japan. If you've seen shows like Power Rangers and Ultraman, then you've seen tokusatsu. And I just happen to think those types of shows are pretty cool. 
So come on over and take a listen as I discuss all the current and retro happenings in the genre. You can find it over at anchor.fm forward slash henchindad. I'll see you there, and don't forget, henchin' a go-go, baby! And we're back. So, Josh. Hello. Topic of the show, right? Uh, mm-hmm. we, we have this top 100 list that a few years ago we put together. And we yep. originally put this thing together by, we had a contest. Um, mm-hmm. It was like for our 25th full or 50th full-length episode. I can't remember. Um, mm-hmm. But it was it was something like that. We were like, or we were trying to close out maybe our our second year of I, I can't remember exactly what all the circumstances were, but we're like, we had people send us in a list of their ten favorite games, and yep. then we used all that and the games we sort of created a ranking, and that was the 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 origin of this. So the the hundred yep. games that sort of won out. We cultivated this top 100 list. And in the years following, I don't know if this was my intent or our intent or whatever when we started, but what it's happened is like we've, as we've sort of kicked some stuff out, we've put some stuff in, mm-hmm. we've added stuff. We're sort of using this list and saying, if you're only going to play 100 games, mm-hmm. these 100 games should be in like at least in the mix in the running yeah like these are the hundred games that like we personally endorse as being and no not every one of those games is a perfect endorsement like we're sort of constantly sort of trickling things in and out um you know josh and i we both have sort of our preferred genres and stuff so like there's not a lot of sports games representation there's not a lot of like fighting game representation Mm-hmm. There's some genres are just absent or there's stuff in there that's like placeholders. Um, but you, you know what I thought might be helpful is to just sort mm-hmm. of like briefly run down the list as it stands okay. currently. And let's start from the bottom and okay. work our way to the top at okay. 100. So, yes, we have 100. This is the eternal 100 until... Yeah. I mean, I, I just, again, I just think it ought to be 100 forever <laughs> into per- perpetuity. Um, yeah. But, but that is River City Ransom for the original Nintendo. Then we've got Skyrim, World of Warcraft, Guitar Hero 3, Game Dev Story, The Stanley Parable, Shovel Knight, Bomberman Generation, Portal, Katamari Damacy, Katana Zero, The Nonary Games, I'm cheating there, but I love it. Uh, NBA Jam, Donkey Kong 94, XCOM 2, XCOM, XCOM 2, XCOM 2, um, Mass Effect 2, Halo 2, Titanfall 2, Bubble Bobble, Dragon Warrior, Hyper Light Drifter, Dark Souls, Xenoblade Chronicles, Rogue Legacy, Shin Megami Tensei 4, Sonic Mania? Well, Sonic Mania would have been okay. mine, I think, but it, okay, that's all right. sorry. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be super possessive <laughs> over that. Uh, but yeah, so we have, uh, you know, picking up where you know, Sonic Mania, then Celeste, Bionic Commando Rearmed, Mega Man Legends, Kirby Superstar, uh, Neo, Persona 5 Royal, Persona 3 Fez, Fess, however you want to say that. Destiny mm-hmm. 2, Diablo 2, Borderlands 2, another round of twos there. <laughs> Animal Crossing, New Horizon, Metroid Prime, Dragon Quest 8, SMT, Devil Survivor OC. I think that's overclocked. Overclocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my 
cursor just went crazy. Uh, Starcraft, uh, Batman, Arkham City, Far Cry 3, Pikmin 3, Super Mario World, Psychonauts, Super Mario RPG, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, Star Fox 64, Street Fighter Alpha 2, and uh, I think that's where you pick up, buddy. Okay. So I've got Rocket League, Overwatch, Tecmo Super Bowl, Earthbound, Super Metroid, Uncharted 2, Baldur's Gate 2, Mega Man 2, Dishonored 2, Resident Evil 2 Remake, man, so many 2s, uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, Journey, Dead Space, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Mario Kart 8, Horizon Zero Dawn, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Castle Crashers, Ori in the Blind Forest, Octopath Traveler, Dragon Quest V, Fallout New Vegas, Yoshi's Island, Dragon, or excuse me, Dragon Quest. I literally see the words Final Fantasy and I read it as Dragon Quest. <laughs> Final Fantasy IV, that was weird. Doom, Super Mario, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, I'm only going to mock you a little bit. Uh, Super <laughs> Mario 3D World, uh, then Astrobot Rescue Mission, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Spec Ops The Line, Final Fantasy Tactics, Symphony, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, God of War 2018, Bioshock Infinite, Spider-Man 2018, Mega Man X, Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil 4, Diablo 3, Hades, and then we're hitting the top 10 uh, best games of all time. Bioshock, Tetris Effect, Bloodborne, Hollow Knight, Super Mario Galaxy, The Last of Us, Final Fantasy VI, Shadow of the Colossus, Chrono Trigger, and Super Mario Brothers 3. There you go. Um, so, and, and let's just talk briefly about some of the games. Like, there are two, maybe three, like, hard candidates, and then we have maybe a couple, like, that are sort of questionable. Question, mm -hmm. questionable there's a b right. in that word nate um <laughs> able to be questioned yes able to be indeed. questioned so specifically um when i was sort of looking at the stuff that we've played and i've played and that you've played over the last year uh there are two games in particular that sort of or three games rather that get sort of very hard mentions where we we mm -hmm. sort of I think we both agree that they belong somewhere on this list, where on yeah. this list, what they were going to replace, how we're going to sort of like how that sh is going to shuffle out. Uh, I think the first in, in my opinion is control. Um, okay. Belongs on this list somewhere where it belongs exactly is to be determined. Uh, let's see. Uh, near automata, you mm -hmm. know, is also belongs on this list. Um, again, we're on this list exactly. Um, and then Edith Finch, what remains of Edith Finch? Um, which after you played that, um, at the beginning of last year, uh, pretty mm -hmm. much after we played through that, uh, and we just never got around to actually doing anything with it. So those are the three hard games. Like those, I think before the end of this episode, we need to find out where they belong and they need to go on here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple that are sort of softer, maybe suggestions that mm -hmm. I think these are games that had impact. And the question remains, do they belong on here? If so, where do they belong? And, um, but there were three that came 
to mind for me, uh, mm-hmm. Streets of Rage Four, which I okay. I think was probably one. It was sort of uh, it's really the the peak of the revitalization of the beat 'em up genre, and I I happen to be a kind of a fan of those types of games like River City Ransom. I have a lot mm-hmm. of love for um, actually Trash Turkey. Um, just you know as one of our patrons actually got to nominate a game for us to play this year. And, uh, he nominated, he said, Hey, let's, let's, let's put river city ransom under the microscope. So we're mm-hmm. going to be revisiting that game. Uh, I'm, I may burn my one replay on mm-hmm. whether or not beating that game. We'll, we'll see. Or maybe I'll just play through it just for funds. Cause it's a good yeah. time. Um, I've, I've never actually beaten it. Oh, so dude, that's it's gonna uh, be a good time. It's a, I've, I've I've beaten one of the the 3ds game that was basically River City Ransom, one of the sequels. Uh, it was another Kunio Kun game, and that one was a lot of fun. So I imagine I will really. And it's not that I haven't played River City Ransom. I just never finished it. Never beat it. Yeah, for shame, shame so, on you, Josh. So shame credits will roll. But, yeah, Streets of Rage 4, mm-hmm. Dying in Light, which I think we both had a fairly high opinion of, and I think is an interesting, there's a lot of sort of interesting thoughts and maybe conversation that we had around that. And does this mm-hmm. belong on the list or not? Uh, and then Baldur's Gate, we played through, and that was a game that we both, I think, were sort of like surprised by um, and how mm-hmm. much we sort of did enjoy it um, yeah. to a certain extent. Now, so let's let's just start with the maybes. Because uh, I think, okay, like we we can basically determine whether or not we're going to put something on the game. Let's just start with Baldur's Gate, and and you and I had a little bit of a conversation about this. I honestly think that I mean, even Paul's words himself were he he really believes that like you should probably play Baldur's Gate. He's like, but Baldur's Gate Two is a better game, Uh, Mm. and I do believe i thought i saw it on here somewhere and yes yeah it's, Baldur's it's not, Gate 2 is on there mm-hmm. and now i'm looking for it's it. number 45 no well 44 maybe sorry because yeah. i do have some of the p- potential placements on there okay but yeah. yeah so it's it's number 44 on on the list okay. that i'm looking at right now awesome um uh, my and this is just my suggestion is that Baldur's gate 2 since it is the better game Sort mm-hmm. of like, just leave it at forty four, and yeah. just like Baldur's Gate. While it was enjoyable, I think that there's sort of like if there's a better sort of option for that mm-hmm. game. I don't. It's like one of those games where like I'm glad I played it. I'm I'm willing to just leave Baldur's Gate two as a sort of stand in for all the CRPGs, especially of that like the Neverwind, until we sort of start yeah. going through some of that stuff to clean some of it up. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, what do you think here, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I think there's an argument to be made that yeah, since we actually played <laughs> Baldur's Gate, that maybe that one uh, should be there. I'm not, but but you're right. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a stickler because I have also heard that Baldur's Gate Two is a much better game from pretty much everywhere, and it's it's very um, you know but renowned as one of the best CRPGs. Now there are lots of modern CRPGs that I've heard are really good. Um, 
I can't think of it off the top of my head, but we did have actually in the first draft of this list, uh, Divinity. That's what it's called. Oh, Divinity, Divinity Original, Original Sin. Sin. Yep. Um, and, right, not Divine Divinity. That's that's an older one. Um, but Divinity Original Sin is one of the, I, I guess, spiritual sequel. I think and maybe well, Baldur's it's, maybe Gate it's Three symbol, is, I think, in early access right mm-hmm. now. Eventually, yeah. that'll come out. And there, the, yeah, there's a pile of these, uh, like the Divinity games have uh, the Pillars mm-hmm. of Eternity stuff. Right. Um, yep heard that so, one. that one's another one and this uh, is like a genre that we might sort of dip our toes in from time to time um right right yeah but for right now yeah i i don't mind leaving it also um i kind of feel like it's a it's a toss-up i wouldn't mind going back to the original if you felt strongly about it but if if you want to keep two then that's totally fine i will say um and i know this sounds weird after just playing one i think it should be lower on the list um, mm. just based on some of the games that I really love on the list that are lower than it, in, that seems inexplicable to me. <laughs> just as just as we go through the list again, but I mean, there are a few on the list that I'm like, huh, how did that get so high? Case in point, something like Animal Crossing, which I think is great for, um, like I think it's a great game, um, but I don't, I also don't think it's. 65 seems high. I would put it towards the bottom um, as a game like, yeah, you should play it, but it's not one of my absolute favorites. Well, I mean, um, it's like you, you sort of have like uh, almost like it's like, okay, so it's like top half, bottom half. Is this right. a top half game or yeah. is this a bottom half? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Baldur's Gate 2 as, as kind of the lower end of the top half, I would put it in the bottom half uh, personally, but you know, that's that's just me. Well, um, I think I think for now, I'm just content to sort of leave it where it's at and sort of okay. wait until we have some of the other stuff. And if we want to move it later, we can sort of like, eh, we can bump it around a little bit. Like, okay, I mean, like based off of Boulder, like just Baldur's Gate, I would probably, mm-hmm. yeah, put Baldur's Gate 2, like as the stand-in, I would mm-hmm. probably put that actually down probably right where animal crossing new horizons is like i would probably yeah. put that down in the mid 60s yes. um that's just me but it's it's weird to be looking at the list and seeing like metroid prime and dragon quest 8 like right above where animal crossing is yeah there are a few I others mean, sometimes Even like starcraft <laughs> sometimes it's just like the, the 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 method to this madness is even to the guys who are sort of crafting this and putting this together, uh-huh. it's it seems like a little. Sometimes we have to remember things are just there as placeholders, and we just sort of like stuck things, and we're just like, oh, this seems like a good place. Because yeah, but well, so like let's put a pin on that one, and we'll move on to Dying Light. We both played it. Both, I think I like. I well, I don't think I know. I probably liked it a lot more than you did. Um, mm-hmm. But, and it's one of those games that I I don't know that I'm necessarily done with Dying Light. Like I've still mm-hmm. sort of screwed around with it. It's kind of become one of those games that like, it started out as sort of our, our Spooptober game. And then because there's mm-hmm. just a bunch, there's, that game's big, almost prohibit- yeah. prohibitively so. But it's like, there's some really cool things that it does. Like, and I, mm-hmm. I really like it a lot. And there's a part of me that says, I 
think it belongs somewhere on this list. Definitely like bottom half, but I don't know what I would yank out in order yeah. to throw this game in here. I mean, yeah, that's uh, th- that's the question to me is because you're right. I like on its face is this a top 100 game? No, I don't I don't think so. Um but if you find something in here that like, oh yeah, it beats out this one, then I mean, it's comparable to, to me to me. like maybe like the because the the way that I played it was primarily sort of co-op. Yeah. And yeah, that's so pretty awesome. When I'm looking at it, right? I'm looking at it and I'm sort of looking for co-op experiences and what the, Yeah, I don't know that we have many of those. <laughs> uh, we have a few. And I'd actually probably like to and that's part of it is I'd probably like to seed some of this with a little bit more. But like, like Destiny 2? Yeah, that's actually I was looking at it and I was like, if I think if we popped it out, um, I haven't played Destiny 2. I'm sort of it's like one of those games I've been meaning to get around to it just to check it out. But honestly, mm-hmm. I think Dying Light sort of bumping Destiny 2 might not be a bad call. Puts it in okay. the bottom half of the list. Here's the thing. Dying Light one. I think like it's sort of an interesting the the parkour simulation sort of and like there's a bunch of really interesting mechanics that sort of make that game special. But then the actual the horror element of like the night cycles and being chased yeah. by the volatiles and everything else like that really that right there is some standout stuff. And mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't I don't think this breaks the top half per se. But yeah, it's definitely. In the bottom half, I'm kind of looking at, I mean, right now, like I'm seeing Neo at 70, which is sort of Mm co-op-y. Frankly, I don't want to see that go anywhere because I I like Neo a lot. And actually, I think at some point in time, I'd like to replace Neo with Neo 2. But until I'm done with that, uh, I mean, I'd like to see it higher than that. but Dragon Warrior, the original old school Dragon Warrior. Oof. Maybe. I don't know. I, I honestly, you know what? The more I look at it, I think like Destiny 2 is probably like a good spot to maybe just like mm-hmm. drop Destiny 2 and slide Dying Light into that. Okay, um, here's, here's another one. Just throwing it out there because I haven't played it, but I don't know how similar these games are. Far Cry 3? Is that similar to Dying Light? Uh, I mean, some of that is like Far Cry 3 is more of like this sort of the Ubisoft. Um, where's Far Cry 3? What what space is that in? Uh, 58, I think. Okay. Uh, I mean. Around that area. Yeah, 58. Um, yeah, that might not be a bad one. Uh, I think Far Cry, like the thing is Far Cry 3 is really a great. Okay. Okay. I, I definitely. Well, if, hmm. I was gonna say if you don't have a problem with Destiny Two, I as I look at the list, like I have no affinity for Destiny Two at all. I've I've yeah. never played a Destiny game, um, and just that model, I don't imagine I ever will play it. It's, it's just well, not my cup of tea. Especially since like Destiny Two has gotten sort of like basically the way that they're doing it now they're rotating content in and out and from what i understand that the single player is probably 
they're they're actually rotating out content that makes this like sort of breaks up the single player experience. They used to be used to like there was a single player campaign that you could sort of right like move through, and some of that content is getting shifted out. So yeah, I I'd, I'd say Dying Light in for Destiny like you know, sort of booting Destiny two out. Um, that would be yeah, not a bad little swing there okay cool okay streets Um, of rage four you did not play this right i did i really like it i really think it's great what i'm what i think is i'd I'd like to encourage you to maybe look for an opportunity to pick this up and play through it Mm -hmm. because i think it's really great and I think you'd have a great. There's a lot of things that it's, it's got going for. It's got great music. It looks really cool. There's actually some new DLC um, that I actually picked up last year. I think it's like it's like one of those games that was like or pieces of content, which we should address that real briefly. There's been a bit of addendum to. It's it's actually we missed sort of part of the the beatdown rules in mm-hmm. sort of talking about. DLC, um, yeah. This the DLC for Streets of Rage Four is like adds some levels and adds some characters. I think it technically adds a little bit of story. And so basically, campaign DLC is treated the same as games, folks, for the beat for beatdown scoring. So if you buy it, um, you take the plus one for buying it, plus one for playing mm-hmm. it, beating it, and completing it would you know. Uh, you know, also net you the negative one and then the additional negative one. If it's gifted, you treat it like a gifted. So you take the the point for the acquisition, but then you could score it out with beating it and completing it for a total of negative one. Uh, just mm-hmm. sort of like basically if it's cosmetic, eh, don't worry about it. Like, but yeah. what I, oh, I think what I'd like to see, like there's some stuff in here where I'm like, oh, maybe... But kind of, I I think what I'd like I I'd, I'd like you to maybe like if you know we can sort of if it goes on sale or something or maybe it'll pop up on like a PS Plus I think you ought to check it out because it's 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 kind of short it's kind of sweet it it can be sort of an interesting little co op experience actually I've beaten the mm-hmm. game with Megan and then I beat it again with Parker nice. um, and I, I just think it's fun it's fun it's pretty accessible. It's it's a good time. It's like one of those games that you can sort of beat in an, in in a sitting or two, and it's just it's fun. Okay, it sort of takes me back to like almost like the arcade co op kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to just sort of force thing this thing in here. I like I'd rather just us sort of have a conversation after you get a chance to play it, and maybe you sort of pin it on here somewhere. But I do think okay. it needs to sort of be like in a maybe like a an honorable mention sort of like we're not sure what to do with this thing yet um that's just my opinion okay so yeah no i mean i've yeah i've heard nothing but good things about it i do like beat-em-ups just played through a bunch of them uh a bunch of old ones you know old arcadey ones so i'm i'm down to play it for sure it's Uh, dude well one it it's gorgeous like everything has that hand drawn sort of like animation. It's like really, mm-hmm. really cool art. the The music's great. So nice, yeah, nice. 
Um, the, the only other ones that I'd like to address before we go to kind of our big three is, um, one, my, my game of the year last year was Shin Megami Tensei five. Okay. And while I love the game, uh, enough to have completed it, um, I'm not sure that it represents the Shin Megami Tensei series as well as what's currently on our list is Shin Megami Tensei four. Um, I do think that one is a bit more traditional while still having its own innovations. I think it's more um, indicative of the series as a whole than five is five. Um, while I do think the combat in, in wh- what they allow you to do, it's, it's more not, not even necessarily streamlined, but they give you so many more options that are like readily available. Like you don't have to, go crazy in order to in order to kind of incorporate these different things and then they require you to do it so fantastic combat but um i think the heavy emphasis on exploration changes the game quite a bit so it doesn't uh it doesn't feel as much like a shin megami basically if you've never played an smt game before um i would recommend four over five just because four is more indicative of the series as a whole. Mm. So that those are my thoughts on why four, I would say leave four on the list over five. It's not that I don't want Shin Megami Tensei five on the list of top 100 games. It's not that. Well, I think we already have a number of, of at least the Megami Tensei games on the list. Um, so we don't necessarily need any more. And then if it were like, okay, if you were to pick one, for someone to try out, I th- yeah, I think I would recommend four for someone to try before you go into any others. Well, I, you know, it's something when you sort of initially sort of ran this by me, I said, well, mm-hmm. I think a sort of legitimate sort of positioning here is like if you're going to talk about like it radically changes, it, it substantially changes enough of the game to sort of feel like a mm-hmm. radically different. It's like, we actually have a game that did that, that we both like, and I came to sort of grudgingly, but Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is basically a reinvention mm-hmm. of that franchise. but And it's parked pretty high. And I think mm-hmm. some sometimes the question is, is it better? Is SMT4 the more, like the one that like maybe people should start with? But I'm I, I think sometimes the question is like, Sometimes, what's the best one? Like, yeah, is SMT five better than four? And if I think the answer, and and there's a part of me just as a little bit of little bit of pushback here is if mm-hmm. if yeah. you think that SMT five is better than four, and I think that's a strong enough argument. To, like, and again, I don't have a dog in this fight. I haven't played SMT five. Probably not going to because it's big and. Mm-hmm. I, I have like Returnal is like sucking up all the oxygen in my room right now. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying like, I think there's a bit of an argument there to be made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand that. And, and honestly, I'm not sure <laughs> because it's been so long since I've played four. Um, I do have very fond memories. Like, like, yeah, the Shin Megami Tensei five definitely sucked me in again to the point where I completed the game. Um, I was not expecting that when I first purchased it. 
Um, so yeah, it, it definitely, uh, it, it is a very special game and I very much enjoyed it. I remember four sucking me in as well, although I didn't, I only went through a single, uh, a single, uh, ending with that game. And there are, I think four different, I could be wrong. I, I don't remember how many endings were in, were in four. So, um, so it's, it's hard to say just because I, like I, I'm so far from when I first played that one years ago, because that was, and it's a different experience because that was my first Shin Megami Tensei game. Mm. Um, mm. Mm, 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 mm. So I guess uh, here's, here's the subjective nature of this is that I, I would have to replay four to really decide is four better or is five better. Well, and again, I'll, I'll sort of just sort of like, yield to you on this because i have no experience or expertise in either one of those like it's like this is sort of a a, a series that for the most part i remain pretty just i don't i don't have a ton of experience or opinions on it so i just kind of yeah. like if you think four should sort of take the place i'm like okay you know that's that's fine so what i mean what's your ultimate decision there just to leave four um, for right now, and maybe this is just too cautious of me because um, I don't want it just to be out of recency bias. I'm going to leave four on there for now. Maybe when we pick this up halfway through the year, uh, sort of maybe five revisit will it maybe. solidify its place. We'll see. What what else you got? You said you had a couple of sort of. Well, like- yeah. The only other thing is is just how much I'm enjoying Final Fantasy Nine. I feel like it 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 does belong on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, just gonna throw it out there. You can shoot it down. I would replace Final Fantasy Four with Final Fantasy Nine. That's just me. That's just me. Man, because we've got six up there. You know, That's pretty high. A take. Dude, there might be some people we we might be dealing with anarchy. Well, if we, right? You know, uh, I mean, just but they also full scale revolt. <laughs> they, they've heard my. I mean, when I tried to take four out completely, um, there was that. So, so I well, would, yeah. I mean, I'm here's enjoying nine more than four. Just that's just me. Here's what I would recommend for now. Wait until after we do the book club episode. We'll put a pin in this thing. And this is another one that we'll put a pin in. And sort of when we do the mid-year in June, July, when we do the mid-year sort of revisit, sort of an adjustment, maybe it'll make it, maybe it won't. Um, I agree. I agree. The because that now that you're talking, now that you're you're uh, mentioning, like this is a book club game. Let's all get together and talk about it. For I feel like it would be dishonoring to everyone in the book club if we threw it up here before we even yeah. like had that yeah. conversation. So I agree. I agree. Let's put a pin in it. Cool. Put a pin cool. in it. All right. Um. Yeah. Those are the only other two that stuck out to me outside of uh, Doki Doki. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Doki Doki Literature Club. I, I think we even talked about was, it. When that was a joke, it's like, yeah. It's like one of those things. It's a really cool game, does some interesting things, but ultimately, I think narratively, it just kind of goes, Wah. like, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, you, you know. Um, yeah. So that leaves us with uh, What Remains Three. of Edith Finch, Yep. Near Automata, and Control. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's just start with what we got. What remains of Edith Finch? 
I think mm -hmm. we both agree that it belongs somewhere on here. Where does it belong? What does it replace? And is it top? Well, let, let, let's just start top half, bottom half. Oh man. Okay. Okay. So even, even that, I mean, part of me, just because it's a short little game, just because like it feels a little transient. I, I really enjoy what it says, but I would go bottom half. Okay. I mean, me. I'm I'm not gonna push too hard on that, but uh, mm -hmm. what what drops out because of it? Yeah, um, that's that's the question. That's the question. Like, I feel like the easy answer is the Stanley Parable because it's also a very narrative, well, walking sim kind of type of game. Um, I do really like the Stanley Parable though, but Edith Finch is deeper. Um, I think, yeah, yeah. So, so yes, I do think that Edith Finch is the better game out of the two. I just don't want to discount offhand the Stanley Parable. I've um, never played the Stanley Parable, so mm -hmm. I that's something where it's like, yeah. Uh, I would say then that that would be like the fallback if we can't find anything else. I'd say replace Stanley Parable with it, with the still of, like. Feel like yeah. you should play Stanley Parable, but yeah. I'm sort of looking at some. Here's another one. Um, and this is not a shot at Trash Turkey, but I've still just not played Bionic Commando Rearmed. Mm hmm. And so I yeah, I think I think we should play it and put it back on here, but that's another one that I would say take out. I Maybe actually sort of when it. we were kind of like like just sort of scanning the list. That was the one of the ones that stuck out to me. And if, for pretty much the same reasons, I haven't played it. I've heard it's really great um, on a lot of levels. What I propose, you know, is that, yeah, what remains of Edith Finch becomes the new 73. Bionic Commando sort of gets added to that list of like things to put a pin in. And then I'll, you know, we'll try to make at a point to revisit that game somewhere in near nearest future to see if it actually belongs on here or not. Um, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. And that, that one's a short game too. I believe that it's only mm -hmm. like five hours according to how long to beat. So that, so we should play that one, but yeah, yeah. I think that's a, that's an easy little slide in there for me. And again, no shots, no, no shots fired. It's just that I haven't played it. It's a, you know, so I am naive. And, and so because of that, I'm kind of resident, re, resident evil. I'm reticent to put it on here or at least to mm -hmm. keep it on here. Uh, just because of my unfamiliarity with it in general. So, no. okay, right. cool. we'll do that. Swap that one out. So we got two down or one down. That well, I think that was honestly probably our easiest one because both of the next two get a yeah. little more complicated. Uh, um, mm -hmm let's just in the, the order I have it written down let's just look at Nier Automata um, okay we talked with Micah the other episode sort of about this he pushed for like uh, top half and it mm -hmm. he's he said it cracks one of his probably I don't know if he said top 10 but um, but I don't disagree with him that it this thing punches pretty heavy. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sort of. I would say 25. Yeah, 25. Okay. So, that's, like that's in what that I would say. 
ballpark. So if you mm-hmm. put it in the top 25, looking at it here, does it bump something and we just, or do we, do we bump something in the top 25 and sort of drop that out? Or do we sort of bump it in there and then sort of just drop mm-hmm. out like Skyrim? Um, yeah. that, and I think that's sort of the question. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely lean towards that just because I don't want to take anything like, I think our top 25 is pretty solid. Um, Again, not throwing shade on anyone at all. I wouldn't put Metal Gear Solid quite as high as we have it just personally. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But that doesn't mean that I would say take it off the list. (laughs) Like like these games are here for a reason. And so I would say that like none of these deserve to be kicked out. Um, You know, even, even like Mike Tyson's punch out, yeah, yeah, but I don't think it deserves to be kicked out. Let me <laughs> like let me on the list, sure. But. I think mm-hmm. honestly, I think near Tomina comes in at twenty five, and we just Skyrim drops out. I think okay. Um, I have I don't have any problems putting near Tomina above Super Mario Three D World. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission, like I like I said, I haven't played that, but. I'm actually going to be getting around mm-hmm. to that sometime. And I think like, I'm just saying like, that's my initial sort of take that. Okay. I think what ought to happen is near Tomata sort of just bumps Mario 3d, super Mario 3d world down to 26 and Skyrim drops out. But well, then let's bump it above Astrobot just because neither of us have played Astrobot and we have played near Tomata. I know I'm arguing over one spot here, but I don't see why we should put a game that we neither of us have played that we've only heard is really good. I mean, above yeah, a game I mean, I, honestly, in the top twenty-five, it's kind of like, and yeah. after after I play Astrobot, maybe it'll be one of those things where I come back and be like, absolutely not. Yes, like if we're, this is we're good be- as we've both heard. Then you will have an argument. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like you you can totally bring it up and be like, no, like this really is. Everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That's my um, argument. One space one, higher. <laughs> but uh, I don't have a like a. I don't have a problem with that per se. I just. Okay. All right. The leaves control. And okay. This one. Okay. So here's here's my. I like control a lot. I think it's arguably. Uh-huh. Yeah, you platinum it. Honestly, it's sort of control. Probably breaks my personal top. 10, 15. Um, okay. because I have okay. very similar feelings to it. The way, like I kind of feel the same way about it that I do 20 t- doom 2016. Okay. I just don't know. As, as I'm going down the list here, I'm going to just shout out some because either they're games that I haven't played. I'm, I'm or saying that Doom, I, 20, Doom 2016 right now at the list I'm looking at uh-huh. would now, it would be in slot 27. Okay. Okay. Like, well, we just have, we have Doom in there, but it that's a stand-in right, for Doom 2016. Tw- yeah. yeah. I would say just put it right underneath there above Final Fantasy 4 and drop out World of Warcraft. Hmm. Okay. You know, or, you know, I don't, I don't have much of an issue with that. Um, it, well, it does, it does feel pretty high to me. 
Um, yeah, that's it, it. Feels high to me too, and I'm sort okay. of looking at it because I liked it a lot. But what, what do you think about number around the 40s? There's Dishonored Two. I just haven't played it. I've heard it's good. I just haven't played it. Mm. And why? I feel like Dead Space should jump up higher. <laughs> Dead Space feels <laughs> like really low too. Like, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I'll just like I feel like thinking about control. I think like mm-hmm. 30s, somewhere in the 30s. And Dead Dead Space is just like, dude, we need. I don't know why it is down there so far. Yeah, can um, we swap that with Fallout? Like just right now. Uh, <laughs> New, new. I was gonna say, why don't we put Dead Space at twenty five, and bump Astrobot down one more? Um, okay. Okay. And then that I, I don't know how that got down there so low. It's it's yeah, one of those things. Like sometimes it's like it's just like uh, it just gets lost. Yeah. Yeah. You know, honestly, where I think it, I think control sort of like belongs right below Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay, is it better than Mario Kart Eight though? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) baby Mario can go die in a trash fire. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. I don't oh, know if you yeah. saw the Discord uh, comment where it said yes. like uh, he yeah. he was like best cool. comment from last episode. Mm-hmm. You know, baby Mario yes. can go die. <laughs> I got that. I got that reference. I got that reference. Um, okay, yeah, that that works right under Horizon uh, Control. Yeah, 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 yeah. That feels that feels good. That feels mm-hmm. good. And then Dead Space jumping up to so so numbers will be a little little bit wonky right now. Um, yeah, but yeah. I do think that's pretty solid. What are the changes that we're making again? Just Baldur's Gate, nothing. Dying Light. Where did that? Where did we put Dying Light? We're uh, swapping we're it out for Destiny Two. Okay, uh, Streets of Rage Four. That's got a pin. Um, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Nine has a pin. What was the other one that you brought up there? Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five has Shin- a pin. Yeah. Then what remains of Edith Finch? What did we decide that that's sort of? We were swapping out? that out for Bionic Commander Rearmed. Okay. Yep. Um, and B- Bionic Commander Rearmed gets a pin. Near Automata goes to sl- spot twenty-four. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. All right, man. Well, I think that's uh, hopefully. Uh, the listeners will enjoy that and we will update that. We'll do that sort of in an Excel sheet or whatever and mm-hmm. clean that all up and post that at some point in time somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Twitter. Yeah, Discord. I, can, I can publish the, the Google doc and, and like, just keep it a doc for now and we can publish that and the link for that will be in the description of the episode so that you can take a look at the list for yourself um, it's funny, like even just talking, you know, obviously there are some things that like, huh, maybe we should like shift some of these things around. Um, today we were primarily concerned with adding some things, you know, changing, obviously there were some changes that were made as well, but I mean, like based on the games that we played over the past year and things like that. Um, but Hey, the, the, I mean, the, the list is always kind of a work in progress, um, because you know we mentioned things like Animal Crossing that maybe uh, we would both say, yeah, 
that should probably be lower on the list. So maybe mm. a fuller in-depth kind of look at this, but we, we do take a look at this list at least once a year. Um, we're looking forward to the, the halfway through this year, you know, sometime in July, maybe uh, looking at it again. We'll see about mm-hmm. then. Maybe we can shore up some of these places. But I think I think we've done some good work for this evening. I, I like some of the corrections that we have made. Dead Space feels a lot better to well, me. Well, and it's it's um, it's funny because like I imagine next time we come and we're looking at this, we, you know, it, it's going to be one of those things where it's always going to be a really interesting little time skip because like when we do like right. six months or a year from now, when we're looking at this thing again, we're going to be like, why did we put that so high? Yeah, well, that was weird. <laughs> or it's yes. like, why why is that game so low? That's weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, and sometimes it is just like. The compromise. Like, here's the thing: any yes. game that's on our top 100 list is a game that we think you ought to play. You know, yeah. Um, to a certain extent, but yeah, I, 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 I feel pretty good about the what we've accomplished tonight. It's for uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, the, the top 100 list is it's sort of a vanity and it's not sort of it's a vanity project. You know, it's like <laughs> we did it. It's it's like. We picked these games because we're, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know what that was supposed to be a snobby kind of (laughs) accent. And it just kind of came out sounding a little something. Um, uh, But yeah, anyways, yeah, I, I, uh, I feel pretty good about it. Like I, and we've got some stuff coming up over the, the, the course of this year. Like I said, uh, Trash Turkey mm-hmm. nominated River City Ransom as a replay. Uh, Eric yeah. Bryant as one of our patrons uh, nominated Alan Wake. And we'll be rediscussing right. some of the control stuff with him when we do that. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, what was the, the last? Oh, Wesley. Okay, so folks, mm-hmm. um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. This one's going to be kind of tough. Okay, so we've talked about this game uh, a little bit here and there. Uh, Mother Three, basically, mm-hmm. uh, we Wesley nominated a that as his uh, the Henshin Dead himself nominated Mother Three, which it gets a little complicated, and maybe this is just sort of like us sort of satisfying like being like playing technical games to sort of satisfy our consciences but uh you can actually create a japanese uh, an amazon japan account and buy the digital wii u code Mm -hmm. to mother three the download code for wii u for a japanese wii u on amazon japan yes yeah and so what we've done is we've used that and we've basically said that sort of satisfies some of the criteria where we have in a way obtained legal rights to have access to this material. And so mm-hmm. now as far as like the emulation versus like I have a, a, a reprogrammed cart, but apparently Paul says like his mm-hmm. was pretty janky with Jank. some of the music. Yeah. Or, um We'll see. Like I have, I because I bought mine from the same thing, and so if it's like this, mm-hmm. I bought it from Alibaba. So if it's the same thing at that point in time, I, I'm going to probably look at other options. I, I think Wesley's actually playing a, he's playing it on a DSI, which 
when he explained that he's he's like the DSI, he's like basically he just loaded it onto a flash card and loaded yeah. the flash card or whatever into the DSI. And then I was like, Oh, I kind of want to hunt down a DSI and do that instead. <laughs> um, Cause I, yeah. I really did like the DSI. I, I like the original okay. DS a lot and the DSI mm-hmm. I thought was a great little system. So I think I, don't I know. have a pink DSI. I don't I know what I'm going to do. I might try and hunt down a, a working DSI and just do that. So we're going to be doing that. So that one's kind of, it, it's an interesting, again, it's sort of like, are we sort of maybe like being like a little bit of a workaround? Well, maybe, but I think, like I said, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that honors the... We're paying the rights holders. Yeah, we're paying the rights holders for access to the the data. And so Mm -hmm. at this point in time, I don't feel terrible about sort of finding workarounds that I can actually play play the thing that I bought. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, and I I think I've been consistent in the emulation episodes that we've had that that's kind of like where I draw the line. It's like if it's being sold somewhere, then I need to spend the money you know yeah. regardless of who owns like the the rights for it right now and whether or not that's the people who originally made it like no if they own the rights then i should be paying them to play the game is it like 100% illegal or excuse me legal well no because we've had that conversation because of the because of the ambiguity of the laws i'll put it that well, way is just- it illegal also say no it's not illegal but it's not necessarily legal like it's a it's in a gray area because it hasn't been um it has never been ironed out intentionally i think think what we yeah i think like the the thing is it's never been tested because i think it's just one of those things nobody really wants to test it they don't want to know how this thing's going to work out nintendo just wants to be able to scare people into doing what they want them to yeah exactly uh, exactly uh, they don't want to take the risk um, so I, like I said, I would just sort of say, I, 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 I believe that we are fulfilling our moral obligation to be able to sort of like try and play this game, mm-hmm. how that ends up all sort of working out, panning out, uh, well, we'll go from there, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I, I think cool. that's all of the confirmed nominations and patron, mm-hmm. uh, patron picks that we have so far. But and again, we sort of I know we mentioned we sort of plugged the Patreon before, but that is one of the perks is that patrons get to mm-hmm. know again. Actually, uh Mark just mm-hmm. uh, I don't have a great nickname for him yet. You and Alex mm-hmm. are both gonna get nicknames, Mark. Um It I will just, happen. I give me time. I'm I, I, <laughs> this is a thing that I do. Um I he actually sort of I do remember him nominating Dragon Quest Eleven. I don't know if it was like a hard nomination or if he was just like, yeah. it was like sort of like, yeah. Ah. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm not opposed to that. That would actually give me some extra incentive to play that. I've been meaning to do that for a while, anyways. So there's that. But yeah, uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, we've. I think I think Josh, we've kind of done what we set out to do tonight. Hopefully, the listeners enjoyed this conversation. Um, yeah. And enjoyed, you know, and again, yes, we know that this is, this bit is a vanity project, but 
we uh we liked it we had fun um yeah it is our podcast after all so if we do (laughs) little things like this from time to time yeah. <laughs> and so, if, yeah. if you absolutely hate it when we do stuff like that, uh, let us know. There's tons of ways you can do that on Twitter. Our handle is at bbdowncast. You can email us at the backlog breakdown at gmail.com. Uh, we've got the Facebook group, the hashtag backlog book club. And then we also have a Discord server. Link for that is in the description. Uh, or if you want to reach out personally, I generally go by Broccolope online. And Nate goes by. I am Nate underscore McKeever on most social media platforms and even on most most game game stuff like i think so i have i have a microsoft account it's set up through my (laughs) pc my laptop it's Mm -hmm. yeah uh, i played i i was actually playing ori on my laptop for a while before it came out on switch um and i got that through the microsoft game store but it's nate underscore mckeever there i'm pretty much Nate underscore like, and not spelled out, but the actual symbol underscore mm-hmm. uh, McKeever mm-hmm. pretty much everywhere with, with, with a few exceptions, but yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. I, 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 I'm super on brand buddy. Super on brand. <laughs> um, Sticking to it. I like and, it. I, and I briefly mentioned it and I know that we gave him a bit of a shout out in the, the Patreon uh, or the, in the, the Brochacho mm-hmm. feed, but uh, we'd like to sort of issue a hail and hearty welcome to Alex Castellanos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, uh, welcome to the bro- the the Brochachos, man. Uh, we're glad to have you aboard, and uh, yeah, uh, thanks so much for your you know your vote of confidence and uh, the, yeah. the love. So, uh, did you have any shout outs? Community um, shout outs. Well, you, you know. Uh, you know what I would say a, a little bit of a, we had a guy who actually just joined the discord. Uh, he's participating mm-hmm. in this year's backlog beatdown, And he's actually the one who pointed out the, the DLC omission where That's that right. had been part of the rules. Uh, and I just, I want to give credit where credit is due one second. Oh dude, I, I do have a bit of a shout out. <laughs> um, okay. But JDM the Great joined our Discord mm-hmm. re- just recently, and yesterday it looks like, and he pointed out that uh, we didn't have any in the rules. We didn't have anything about the DLC. So thank you, sir, for pointing that out. Uh, the other one is like it is just just such a shame that somebody gifted James, you know, oh, old okay. KJVO all them video games, and he's got to take all them plus ones. I just I can't believe that somebody would be so discourteous to give you all those video games yeah. for free. That's a shame. That's a shame. What was it? Twenty two, twenty three games, something it, like it that. Was, it was a pile. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and to 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 add insult to injury, there were some that were just empty cases. They weren't even games. No, so, that that part does is like so actually legitimately pretty bitter. Like those, you don't have <laughs> to take take plus ones for those ones, buddy. No, no, um, you don't. You don't. But, but I mean, I, I remember when we were sort of talking about the the addition to the 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 acquisition role, and we we're like, mm-hmm. and it was like, and we sort of made this like snide comment. It, it was like, oh, poor yeah. you! Somebody gives you a bunch of free video games, and then <laughs> actually, and then it happens like a poor, week or two later. <laughs> poor, poor James, just or Jacob. Jacob, um, geez, so sorry. 
So my brain worked real good, buddy. Sorry. But yeah, Jacob <laughs> just got, I'm because I call him KJVO. And so I'm thinking King gotcha. James version only, but it's really yeah. uh, King Jacob Van gotcha. King so, Jacob. Yeah. Gotcha. King Jacob. But uh, I like it. You know, KJVO. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. I mean, sorry, not sorry, bud. Actually, and since you are very Canadian, sorry, not sorry. Um, oh, man. It's, anyways, before I just sort of like insert my mouth any further or insert my foot any further <laughs> into my mouth, I think we need to just call our night. We we did what we came here to do. Uh, we had a mm-hmm. heck of a time doing it. Uh, we love you mm-hmm. guys. Thanks so much for hanging mm-hmm. out. And until next time, Josh, you know, we've done what we came here to do. What should they do? Yep. Guys. Keep beating down your backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. That sounds about right. I don't know why I sounded like Oprah. That was weird. Oh no, it was it was fun. It was like you get a benefit and you get a benefit and you get a benefit. Check under your seats. There's benefits for everyone. <laughs> oh boy. Bye.